Greetings, oddballs. I'm Quest. I'm Shay. And this is Tis Odd Podcast. What's your favorite part about living in a small town and your least favorite parts about living in a small town? Um, I think favorite part is, what do you call it? What's the word for it? The um, wholesomeness. Mm. Like, for instance, one day on Facebook, I saw that they were having the park and pool day mm-hmm. at the elementary school. You remember how awesome that was? Oh, yeah. So I remember that. And then I saw... Where, like, the sheriff's department or whatever showed up with, like, ice cream sandwiches for everybody. And, like, they were passing them out to all these kids. I'm like, that is the cutest thing ever. That's, like, the most Mayberry thing ever. (laughs) And uh, so, like, that is probably my favorite part. Least favorite part? Well, there's a couple of things. But I want to say, like, the the drama. Because everybody knows everyone, which sometimes is cool. But, like, most of the time, everybody's in your business. And it's like, you want to go do something. It's like, if you want to go to Walmart and you're like, I don't want to dress up. I don't want to like put makeup on. I just want to go in my pajamas and go and get out. People are going to like judge you so hard going in there. But like when we lived down South and we didn't know anybody in that town, it was so nice to just like go in to Walmart. Nobody knows who you are. Yeah. You don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to smile at anybody. <sighs> It's lovely because I, I can't not smile at people. Right. Like, I hate that about myself, too, because, like, it's exhausting. I know. Like, and I feel like it's, I feel like mom really kind of instilled that in me, which is not a bad thing. I don't, don't get me wrong. It's not her fault. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like that's where I picked it up, just um, watching her. I know exactly what you mean. I think my favorite part is, I do love the wholesomeness, but I just like the comfortability of it. Like you're super comfortable in your town and in our town, especially because it's really small. You know where everything is. You know where to find any everything. And if you don't know where to find something, you can talk to somebody and they're going to know. I really like that. And the security of it. I mean, we know if somebody showed up at our door and we took a picture of them and we're like, who is this? And posted it on Facebook, 15 different people are going to be like, Oh, that's so-and-so's cousin, sister, brother, you know? Exactly. And my least favorite thing is bored housewives. That's my least favorite thing in the whole wide wiggity world. Dude, get over your freaking self. Please stop thinking that you are the main character. When you're not like, please stop. The world does not revolve around you. I don't care that you have your own tanning bed. You're so annoying. You look like beef jerky. So get over yourself. I can't stand them. And the constant like, hey, what are you doing, girl? And then five minutes later, they're like, yeah, I hear she ran off with a Mexican. Like, I can't stand that. Stop. Just stop. Maybe I'm biased, but I don't know. Well, there's a reason I'm asking because of what we're talking about today. I have um, four really creepy small towns that I want to tell you about. I'm so excited. Let's do it. Is this in West Virginia? 
Uh, no, actually, none of them are in West Virginia. But um, I, w- I thought they were really cool. One of them I thought was in West Virginia, but they're not. Anyway, so <clears throat> the first one that I want to tell you about is Centralia, Pennsylvania, which is a pretty famous um, creepy small town. Most everybody knows about it because it's the town that inspired Silent Hill. Dude, I think Silent Hill is so freaking underrated. That movie creeped me out. It still creeps me out to this day. Like the whole like empty town thing is creepy enough. But like as soon as that noise happens and you're like, it's coming. Like oh. it's it's coming. Like where what's gonna happen here in this situation in this building? Mm-hmm. And it's like ah, it's like my worst nightmare. I think that the creepiest monsters in Silent Hill were the things that had it looked like um it looked like a human, but they had no arms and no face and they were like limping and wiggling and they had like that stuff coming out of their chest. <clears throat> Every time. And they were they weren't super fast, but the idea of those things chasing you. Ugh. Oh, no, thank you. Mm-mm. And everybody keeps sexualizing uh pyramid head. I don't know if Have you seen that? No. They keep sexualizing him and making him out to be some like sexy character. People go to cosplays or uh what is it called? comic-con and stuff like that and they'll cosplay as him and it's like some big super buff ripped dude and he's got the big pyramid thing on his head and he's dragging the giant knife and i'm like that's not and no part of my brain did i think oh man i tap that like that's not that's not (laughs) i mean like the first time i watched it i was probably like 11 or 12 so obviously i wasn't thinking that i still don't like to this day i'm like if I see a buff guy, I don't immediately, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Imagine seeing a super good looking dude and you're like, he, he's an eight, but if he had a giant pyramid on his head, <laughs> that's a solid 12. If he had a giant metal pokey box on his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just wheezed. <laughs> I did too. That's hilarious. Oh man. Sorry. Okay. But um, anyway, <sighs> this place has been on fire for 60 years now. Um, back in the early 20th century, the town was like really, really nice. It was a booming coal mining community. But in 62, a fire was lit in the dump and that fire somehow spread underneath the town in the valley and stuff. It was everywhere. Um, so people started reporting a really nasty smell. But they never really thought, huh, this is probably not a good idea that we have a man-made hell beneath our feet. It's probably fine. They were just like, it's okay. But um, it did become a big problem whenever in 1979, the local gas station owner took the temperatures of the underground containers where the gas is stored. And the temperature was 100 degrees above normal. (gasps) Like where they store the gas for the gas station? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's not, like, dangerous at all. No, no way. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, so that they're like, oh, yeah, this isn't good. This is not good at all. But then in 1981, a sinkhole opened up underneath a man's home. The only reason he was able to survive was because he grabbed a hold of an exposed tree root um, and pulled himself up to safety. But And after this happened, a lot of people were like, I'm outie. They left. Um not everybody left. Those who did stay 
were constantly in knockdown drag out fights because of increased levels of stress for the whole situation. Um, and the fire continued burning beneath the town, which caused dangerously high levels of carbon monoxide. So people were getting carbon monoxide poisoning and just like passing out in their homes. And they're just like, well, I needed to sleep anyway, so this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> like, I needed a nap. Oh, man, my kid's having a nice long nap. This is really sweet. Oh I love God. this. Um, and then sidewalks and roads just started buckling and falling into the pits of hell. Um, also, it's like Florida. Yes, just like Florida. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Uh, to this day, smoke still comes up out of the ground. Um, the town is abandoned. There's still some people that... I think there's still some people that live there, really old people, um, really old people. I said that so hatefully, but uh, they just they just chill there. I don't understand. But the ones. Take that out. The people who come back from walking through the town say that they hear voices coming from the holes underground and they say, like, leave this place and all this stuff. I don't know how I did that voice, but. Somebody hire me. They say <laughs> they say that shadow figures are seen wandering around the town as well. And the whole place just gives off this really uneasy vibe, um, which it's an abandoned and empty town. So, of course, it's going to give that off. I would low-key very much like to go and see Centralia. Yeah. I think it'd be so fun. Oh, and it'd be really fun to just like pass out and fall in one of these holes. That's what I'm talking about. Take some take some hot dogs and marshmallows and roast them. Much needed rest. You get some much needed rest. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's every every stay at home mom in America is like, can we just go really quick and <laughs> we'll come back? <laughs> so the next one that I want to tell you about, I had never heard of before. It was Bodie, California. So it's located in Mono County, California. And it is one of America's most famous ghost towns because of its really interesting history. In 1859, that's a long time ago, a team of prospectors discovered gold in Bodie. And by 1876, it became a boom town. So after they started making serious profits from their discovery, um, things just started like exploding there. I mean, it was going really, really good. Just a couple of years later, the population of Bodie had ballooned to between seven and 10,000. And back then, you got to think, <laughs> back then, back then, you know, that's a lot of people. But by 1915, after years of profits falling, it had become a ghost town. So what makes Bodie really interesting is the level of preservation that the buildings and the items have that have been left behind. Um and considering that all these relics have been left behind and haven't been touched or taken care of in over a century, it's really weird. People are like, there's hardly any dust on things. Everything looks like people were just, you know, oh, I'm going to go get the mail. And they just left things where they were. It's really, really crazy. Yeah. So what I don't understand, how is there no dust? I don't know. Like there is, but it's not as much as you would expect. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's not like you're going to walk in and do the white glove test and everything's going to be pristine, but only a-holes do that anyway. So it's fine. T but today it's known as Bodie State Historic Park. And sometimes people that will visit will be douches and they will nab items to take home with them. And they'll be like, I'm just going to take this as a souvenir. But it's probably not a good idea because there has been so many letters 
and packages mailed back to the state park that state like my life has been ruined and destroyed ever since I took these rocks or ever since I grabbed this coffee cup. Everything has been going terribly wrong for me. So take it back. I don't want it anymore. So if you go, don't take anything. That's just rude anyway. So they they think that the place is cursed and all those items are cursed. Um, there are even signs warning you that if you take something home with you, you might also be taking home an evil presence. Um, you could be followed home by who knows what. So you will definitely get an eerie feeling whenever you walk around the place because it just looks frozen in time. It feels unnatural to be there. Would you go? I think, I don't know. I think I would if it was like just for a short period of time just to take pictures or whatever. But I mean, absolutely wouldn't touch or take anything like that's just stupid. Yeah, I agree. I'm not taking anything, but I would definitely go. I want to take a little tour of these places, especially the last one, because I have saved the best for last for sure. But that's number four. This is number three. Uh, Old Kawababa, Alabama. Old Kawaba. Old Kawaba. I think it's Kawaba. Kawaba. Kawabunga. Uh, anyway, it's also known as Kawahababa. Just kidding. <laughs> it's a small abandoned town located in Dallas County, Alabama. So from 1820 and 1826, it was the state's very first permanent capital. It's now known as the Alabama's most famous ghost town. Today, Old Cahaba is operated as Old Cahaba Archaeological Park, and many people visit the archaeological site each year because of the history. However, many people also choose to stay away from the abandoned town because it's believed to be haunted. While exploring, it's very easy to see why people believe it could be haunted. Some of the buildings are in a state of absolute decay, and there are also ruins located throughout the town. But one of the most haunting features is the slave burial ground. You'll reach the burial ground by taking a trail. And according to people who've been there, and according to reports, the burial ground was created in 1819. And sadly, many of the buried bodies here don't have headstones. So you could just be walking on top of somebody's body and you don't even know about it. Those that visit say that there's a really chilling presence. Um, It's felt all around them and it feels like people are watching their every move. So I would love to go. It sounds really creepy, but I would also go with like a huge bundle of flowers and leave it there at that burial ground because that's really sad. Yeah, like I don't I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, like human ghosts. I don't believe that. But I think I do kind of believe in residual energy, you know, like uh, if especially if like a town was like super popular back in like the 1800s and all of a sudden it's just like dead. You still feel that like bustle around you that energy i don't know i just i might be wrong but that's that's just what i believe in i mean that that would make sense energy's got to go somewhere you know scientifically speaking it's got to go somewhere so if you go to a place like this it's going to be abandoned that used to be super duper popular who knows what kind of electrons are in the air circling around you bumping your shoulders making you a cup of coffee (laughs) sounds magnificent now, this last one, I, this, oh, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It's a cool, creepy story. I want to go. I want to know more about it. Oh, okay. It's Dudleytown, Connecticut. Ooh, I wanna go. I've always wanted to go up north to like the Berkshires and Connecticut and stuff. Yeah, we should do it. 
Okay, yeah, let's go. Uh, Dudley Town is also known as the Village of the Damned. It's located in Cornwall, Connecticut. It's a haunted and abandoned town, and it's off limits to the public. So we would have to go under the cover of darkness wearing ski masks. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't put this on the recording then. We're going to have to not go ever. Yeah. Well, but in secret. We'll just have to stand outside of the gates and just be like, we see you. And like, I don't know. We're here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Tis on podcast believes in you. That, that'd be great. People do sneak in, though, all the time. Um, and they say that it's completely silent. Nothing is heard. No birds are chirping. Like, birds reportedly don't even fly over it or around it. I would have to say that for myself. You're such a Debbie Downer, dude. Just shut up. Let the fantasy take hold, okay? I'm just a little bit of a skeptic, and I like to see if it's true or not. I'm not a downer. Okay, you're not a downer, but... But for the episode, you gotta be more believing. <laughs> <laughs> the face I just made at you, I don't want to know what it looked like. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it, it's supposedly completely absent of wildlife in general. Like, bunnies? Nope. Squirrels? Nope. Disney princesses? Nope. It's described as being, like, standing in a booth at a recording studio whenever you're there. Like, the silence is loud. Maybe we should go there and, like, record to have, like, the best audio quality ever. Yeah, and you wouldn't have to hear my refrigerator or my dog's clicking toenails on the floor. That'd be pretty cool. I was thinking that, too. Whenever I read that, I'm like, huh, new recording area? I think so. So the legend around the place is that years ago, the Dudley family settled in the town after they fled to the U.S. because one of their family members was killed. Um, because he was found plotting against Henry VIII. Uh, we don't like Henry VIII, by the way. He's a big douche. But whatever. I could not keep them straight. Like, honestly, like the royals or whatever. I'm just like Henry the 50th. I don't even know. Like, whatever. Like, we're American. So I haven't cared about that since 1776. I'm telling you what. <laughs> Um, but their bad luck definitely followed them. Uh, residents began suffering from constant crop failures. And there was just mental illness everywhere. Everywhere. People were suicidal, depressed. There was constant, like, attempts on you. Like, people were constantly attempting to kill themselves. And on top of all that, there was, like, mysterious disappearances going on. So nearing the end of the town and it's you know being populated and everything there's just panic and chaos people were just like where's my mom and everything i don't know when have you seen my hamster it was just constant and they're just like i'm gonna go punch myself in the face until i die just constant panic and ridiculousness was happening in this town and their corn's dying they're like where's my glasses it's on your head janice oh well where's this like <laughs> constantly I don't have any sugar. Every five minutes, they're just ready to my, beat it. My shoelaces are tied. Our pets' heads are falling up. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like my inner thoughts, like every day when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and but in the early 1900s, it was completely abandoned. Um, so even Ed and Lorraine Warren visited this town, and they said that it was quote extremely haunted and controlled by something evil. 
And that's exactly how Ed said it too. Yeah. Um, other investigators report that they 100% believe the town is a portal to hell. We love that. We love a portal to hell. Who doesn't? Just kidding. The, <laughs> the owners of the town are called, and get this, the Dark Entry Forest Association. I want to be a part of the association. You can't be. It's top secret. <laughs> the way your face dropped. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your eyebrows were like, oh, like in your face just went slack. You were so bummed out. Who calls themselves the Dark Entry Forest Association? That is so. I don't know. There's something about it. That's just too much. Because, you know, somebody in that society was like, what if we call ourselves the Dudley Town Experts? And they're like, no, that just doesn't really cut it, Bernard. We need something, something with a bit more of a kick to it. And then the creepy guy in the back that drinks all the black coffee is like, how about the Dark Entry Forest Association? That's perfect. You know, that's exactly how that meeting went. Difa. <laughs> Difa. <laughs> Don't mess with me. I'm a diva. <laughs> Seriously. Diva. <laughs> you mess with the diva. You get the Eva. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but the these people, Difa, they <laughs> they had the town completely closed off to the public. And they refused any interviews. And most of the time, they just completely had their identities, which makes it even weirder. Because, like, y'all could be dripping in tourist money. Dripping in it. So, what are y'all hiding? What are you doing in there? Clearly, it's something worth a lot more than money. Or maybe they found, like, buried treasure. And they're like, we have to hide this. Let's make it. Let's make it up a ghost town story. To keep people out. Ah, maybe. Interesting. I don't know. I was, I was watching a lot of TikToks about it, of course. That's where I do my research. Not really. But I was watching a lot of TikToks about it, and people were being absolutely ridiculous. They were just like, I'm a member of the Dark Forest Association, Dark Forest Entry Association, whatever. I'm a DIFA. And... I can tell you right now, the rumors are true. You don't want to come here. They're just being so stupid. <laughs> like, what if you just call them Dark Entry Association? <laughs> oh my God. I don't think they thought that through. One dude was trying to do pretty much like what we do on his uh, TikTok page, and he's just telling creepy stories, you know? One of them, he was talking about Dudley Town, and he he's just being cool. Like, he's being chill. He's just talking about it. Whatever. Some freaking Karen comments on it and was like, I am an actual registered member of the Dark Forest Entry Association, and I'm here to tell you the rumors are true. And that's how she talked. And he was just like, he's like, do you know how many people tell me that they're a member of this association? He was like, no, you're not. If you were really a member of this association, you wouldn't be telling me. Just dumb. But anyway, would what'd you go? You want to go sometime? Yeah, I would go. Let's get our, ooh, let's do it in the fall and we'll get our pumpkin spice lattes and our scarves and our, our cute big hats. And we'll just walk around in our baby seal leather boots and we'll just look at the creepiness. Yeah, we'll walk up to the gates and we'll have like, we'll look like something out of a 
J. Crew catalog or something, and it will be like the Tizod podcast girls are here to investigate. Everyone, stop! We need to preserve the tr- <laughs> preserve the crime scene because the Tizod queens are here. We're press. Oh, I'll make us press badges with my cricket. <laughs> On our big hats, you can just put a, clip a little paper that says press right up there like they used to. In the- I'll make us badges that says Dark dark Entry Association. <laughs> Penetration. <laughs> yeah, dark Penetration Association. That's what it's going to say on our badges. Just know that if you see that. <sighs> now I want to make everybody those. We'll do a special giveaway. <laughs> just, we'll put it in our merch. <laughs> dark. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's what we should have named the podcast. Oh, that's so funny. I love it. So I would love to do a part two um, of creepy small towns in America. Actually, I'd love to do just other countries as well. So if you're hearing this and you would like to send us um, some suggestions of other small towns that you want us to cover, we would love that. So if you have any suggestions for other creepy small towns that we can talk about, you can send them to our email. Um tizodpodcast at gmail.com so anyway put that out there for you do you want to do our other finishing remarks yeah make sure you guys are following us on our social media so you don't miss updates and picture references for each episode our facebook page is tizod podcast as well as our instagram please leave us a review on facebook page and please leave us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts and spotify a four is okay but five would be great And feel free to shoot us an email with comments, questions, and episode suggestions. And follow Quest on Twitch. She's popping off. So Mouthy Mickey, capital M's, that's where you can find her. And you can chat with her. And she plays with viewers all the time, too. So her followers are growing. And she has a webcam so you can actually see what she looks like. Whoa. (laughs) Jump scare. (laughs) So, until next time, adios, oddballs.